This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Tuesday podcast from Vegas. What is up, sir? Jerry, what, what would you say? It's Tuesday podcast. I think it's Tuesday, Things yeah. are falling apart early, Jerry. I had a rough start to the week, and I thought today was a solid day. I had no drinks yesterday. It was till 9 a.m. I was, yeah. I was uh, going strong. Yeah. I uh, had a lot of waters yeah. yesterday. I got a lot of rest. I got to tell you, I came in this morning. I was fired up. I was good to go. I felt like we had a really good a warm-up program. I thought Boomer and Geo were humming along and then realized I've booked the wrong Randy Moss for the show. Understandably so, though, yeah. when you read the email. Yes. Mm. I know. You know, they do those things mm. where it's like, where they say like, what do you see? Yeah. And like, you're what, where you are in, in the day and in your life, you see different things. Okay. So when I got the email that just said, would you be interested in Randy Moss to talk NFL and horse racing? I was like, well, I guess, you know, everyone's, it's like, do you want to talk to Brock Purdy and Skittles? You know what I mean? Like everyone has yes. something. The that horse racing promoting. one that would be odd for me only because yeah. I've never seen Randy Moss do anything in the horse racing field. Now I get what you're saying. Maybe he's promoting a race, mm -hmm. I suppose, but knowing, and this is where the difference I guess comes from me watching a lot more than you do. Yeah. I've seen Randy Moss on TV, mm -hmm. the announcer. I, I know who he is. Announcer Randy Moss. And as yeah. soon as in that name it said NFL reporter. Eh. So he was he worked in the NFL as well as yeah. a reporter. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Randy Moss He's good. and didn't change his name. That's so, his name. I know. I mean, but yeah, the Ravens on. announcer is Jerry Sandusky. He's supposed yeah, to go he, change his name. Yes. I mean, it's his name. Yes, you're supposed to go change your name. Once a more famous person has your name, you it is your responsibility. Now, I'll give you this. I'm sure at some point there was another O.J. Simpson, but his name wasn't Orenthal James. And right. so maybe in that case, he dropped the O.J. and went to... Went back to Orenthal? Whatever. No, well, I'm oh. saying whatever his name might, might actually have been. Maybe his name was Oscar John. And maybe he oh, went from OJ to Oscar. I get like, that. I'm going back to Oscar. But if his name is Randy Moss, his name is Randy Moss. Yeah, I know. It really threw me off. But I felt like the, the public relations person should have made that clear right off the get-go. Like, hi, I have Randy Moss, parentheses, not that Randy Moss, the broadcaster. You could do that. Available. I do think he's relatively well-known, though. Yeah, I'm I also do. curious how many other people have been fooled by this. I'm sure it's happened. Hundred percent, it's happened. I before. need this to be a um, an awful announcing article today, where other people have been duped mm -hmm. by the fake Randy Moss. Well, I'll tell you what, if it's not, it will be once you cancel on him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm going to have to cancel on him. I know, I'm, right? I'm aware. Yeah, I, uh, and I'm sorry to do this, and I don't want to like say to the PR guy, hmm, "You misled me," because because there are uh, pieces in the uh, article the uh, initial inquiry that made that talked about horse racing. Let me ask you this: Would it be so bad with all of this that just happened? Yeah, he happens to be a well-respected NFL reporter. He does call major horse race now. Not that we need to discuss that. And you just had a huge gaffe with it, with the way Geo was going to come in. Yeah, would it be that bad to put him on for ten minutes? That's interesting. In the middle of the night. I think you could have fun with it, I actually. Think it would be fun, actually, yeah. I would still put him on. Yeah, I'm thinking of doing that. What is your thought on this one, too? There's a guy going around who's uh, 
looks exactly like Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Like, looks like. Yeah. And there are people who look like Andy Reid, and then there's this guy who... Would, looks like his twin. Would legitimately fool maybe Boomer. Yeah, sure. Even when he talks? I don't know about when he okay. talks. Should I bring him on? If you could. Yeah, because we, I, uh, Izzo got me his contact number. Izzo. It's Izzo. Wouldn't it be funny? Would it be funny to have him come in? Well, for one, Boomer would know that it's not him. Right. Because there's no way a coach is coming into a casino to do a radio show. In his full chief skier. Right. Would it be funny, though? It might be, yes. I, yes, why not? We have people out here looking yes. at us as we interview <laughs> Coach Andy, fake Coach Andy yes, Reid. the four people that walk by at 4 a.m. here might actually, yes. I'd love to hang a sign out front here, Jerry. Come see Randy Moss talk <laughs> with Andy Reid. And we could leave. And we just head out, have them just talking in the fishbowl here. How about this? Look who's on TV right now. The real Andy That Reed. is bizarre. That is the real Andy Reid, Jerry. Right as we discuss that, he pops up on the screen. Yeah. What are you... Uh, now, we're here at the uh, Blue Wire Green. Studios. Yes. Very nice facilities, by the way. And they have uh, refrigerators here with beverages. In yeah, there. yeah. All sorts of beverages. And they have multiple different kinds of water. Yeah. One of the waters I've been drinking says volcanic alkaline water. Mm-hmm. Do you think that is anything... They all taste the same to me. They do. Every single bottle of water I've had in an aluminum can, mm-hmm. in a plastic bottle, and then in the the, blue, the green Poland spring bottle. Yeah. They all taste the same they to me. They do all taste the same. But I feel like I'm drinking, mm, this is volcanic water. <laughs> and yet, yesterday, when we had breakfast after the show, we had tap water, which to me tasted weird. Yeah, it didn't phase me. So it, I feel like these waters are better than tap water. Right. But I don't know, like, is that really volcanic water? Or a marketing ploy. I don't know. Because when you look on where this stuff is bottled, it will tell you where it's bottled. Mm-hmm. Do I, am I, like... like or Is the Poland Spring really from those Poland no. Springs up in Maine? No, and it shows you on the bottle it's not. Right. But the other, some of them do. Like, the Fiji water says that it really is from Fiji. Okay. I don't know, do I believe that anymore? I don't. I do not. I don't either. I think some people get a Brita tap. Brita watering us? <laughs> you get you have a huge sink in a facility and you get one of these industrial filters. Start filling them up. Yeah, and I don't doubt that they started out legitimate. Fair. And then were bought up by another company. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the biggest shocker to me. I used to, when I would go get sushi, I would get a Sapporo beer. Yeah, sure. The Japanese beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was in a beautiful can. It tasted delicious. One day, uh, I referenced it on the podcast or something years ago. And the guy goes, you know, that's bottled in Canada. I was like, what are you talking? Sure enough, I got the last, the next time I got the bottle or the can of Sapporo, a Canadian. Yeah. This, that's bull crap. Was that like Molson buy it or something like yeah. that? Yeah. It doesn't surprise it's me. Bull crap, sadly, Jerry. it does not surprise me. Nothing does. Everything gets bought out by somebody. Yeah. Like I just, right. Like, like so, a small company tries to go against the grain. Do well. They do well, and then they get bought up by the the people they're going against. Yes, and I don't know that we'd be any different. Oh, no, I'd sell out. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I, and I don't necessarily believe that people try to do that when they first, at the outset of starting a company, but when you're grinding really tough and it's a long days and long hours and you're doing well, but it's it's hard, and someone comes over and offers you seven or eight or nine figures for what you're doing, see ya. But then what they do is they take your product, they keep the name, they keep the marketing, and then they change the ingredients. They can, sure. To, to make it cheaper so they can have a bigger profit. And it really, that the whole point of how it got successful was it had better ingredients or better things about it. And that's the thing or they the changed. Or the story was better, the way they started. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. And I bet you, I bet you if you go into a supermarket, tons and tons of products are exactly that. The one I always think of just because it's always top of mind is that brand Tom's. Oh, sure. So Tom's has like yeah. a deodorant. Deodorant, yeah. They have toothpastes, mouthwashes, all that it's stuff. It's all natural. Yeah, but they were bought up and they changed the ingredients on them. Has Harry's been bought out? Harry's was yeah, bought Harry's out, right? Harry's was bought out by like by Gillette. Gillette. Yeah. And those, they were, they were supposed to be the anti Correct. big razor company. But again, all of a sudden, here comes big guy. Yeah. All right. See ya. Gotta go. You remember talking about food. Do you remember? I don't know why this came up, and I guess they still sell them. I don't know. But when you talk about a time, when you think about <clears throat> through the years, so food was what food was. Then came all the marketing. Then it was T 
TV dinners. You know, then it was both parents working. Now we're in the land of, you know, uh, hot pockets and all sorts of microwave. We've moved away from the from the the TV dinner in the oven to now the microwavable dinner. Like yeah. all these different periods. And you remember, and this is probably even more recent in the last twenty five years, and I think we're a little bit beyond it now, where everything was fat free or yes. low fat. And you remember the company. Snackwells. Yes. That came out and people thought they could eat a whole box of these tiny chocolate chip cookies because they were Snackwells. Yeah. Meantime, it could not have been worse for you. Yeah. The Snackwells is a big one. They used to make these like, um, that looked like almost like a little marshmallow type cookies. Yes, with oh. the chocolate. Oh, They yeah, also had delicious. the cookies that looked like Vienna fingers. Yes. They had the little chocolate chip cookies. They had all, Snackwells had a lot of different yeah. things. They had little breakfast cookies. Yep. And I'm telling you, people thought that they were dieting and could eat a whole box. Yep. Guess what? You can't. You can't, right. Exactly. Because, mm-hmm. right, anytime something is, is they tell you they don't have a certain thing, like this is fat-free, that means they jacked up the sugar. Right. If it's sugar-free, they've done something else to make it tasty. Oh, for sure. You have to. Otherwise, you're eating cardboard. You know what's the worst food for a microwave? Pizza. Yeah, they've never figured that they've out. They've never figured it out. Mm-mm. They tried that thing where they would where you would put the microwavable pizza on the cardboard box with the gravy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. With like some sort of silver <laughs> lining that looked like um, uh, tinfoil. Where Isn't be that like, Weight Watchers pizza? They all eventually went that way. It was like Healthy Choice had a pizza. Yeah. Even like the Stouffer's French bread, which I used to love. Which is still fantastic in the oven. Right, you gotta you put that in the oven. You can't put it in the microwave. No. There's certain things you just can't microwave. I agree. Some things work out fine. Some things are a complete disaster. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> if you had to heat up sauce for like spaghetti, let's yeah. say, you had, would you microwave that or put it in a pan, like a, a saucepan? Usually in a saucepan. Yeah, me too. It also depends on my timing. If I don't right. have much time, a minute in the microwave and let's go. Or sometimes, depending upon what I'm heating up, so let's say it's leftover spaghetti that's got some sauce in it already, yes. I will throw that into the microwave. It'll be hot as hell, and then I'll throw the cold sauce right on it, stir it around, and it gets warm. That's a good idea. And that saves time too. Do you remember when we first got microwaves? Hot dogs were very easy to cook in the microwave. They still are. Yeah, you would you would roll it up in a in a paper towel. No. Did you ever do that? No. Yeah, we used that. We were always told you would take the hot dog, you'd wet a paper towel hmm. and wring it out, but you'd have a wet paper and then you cook and the then hot dog in the that. hot dog in Ugh. it and put it in. That sounds terrible. And it would it would. Uh, work no we went with the slice them the top open so and then the ed- right and then the edges you'd cut across yes and then you'd have the hot dog in 30 seconds 40 seconds microwave hot dog pretty much yep mm. we did do that too another thing i don't understand about cooking jerry the frozen uh hamburger patty yeah which you can throw right on the grill yeah but in other cases other things you must defrost first like because well, i don't defrost anything like, would you take a piece of frozen chicken and put All it the on time. the grill? All the time. Really? Oh, yeah. Love it. Now, I also like that well done. Okay. So I cook the crap out of it. But yeah. Wow. You'll take frozen chicken breast and throw it on the grill? All the time. And the thick Costco ones, too. No kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Anything frozen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know <laughs> I'm why. I'm a I, chef, man. Yeah, no, but I don't know why I always thought, like, the hamburgers, for whatever reason, you'd be like, you could take those right yeah. from the... Thing, but everything else always felt like had to be defrosted. Oh no, I'll take a steak frozen. <laughs> now, well, I do they cook as good? No, they don't. There's no question they don't. You really do have to burn them more because the middle is so cold. Right. Um, I like that though. I like the burnt outside. I like well done. Or you, the other thing you could do is if something's frozen, they say cook it low for longer. Yeah. But then it's do. taking a long time. That to me, I don't have I don't have all day. Let me ask you this. Would you take a frozen chicken breast and put it in the oven? That I've never done. Yeah. That I've always defrosted. Now I'll put it in the microwave to defrost it. Then put it in the oven. It's another thing the microwave is not good at defrosting. No, they have, it's never even. Right. It starts to cook. Cook on the outside. <laughs> it's t- especially a chicken breast. <laughs> yes, it does. It starts to cook the chicken breast. I know. Instead of microwave defrosting it. Mm-hmm. Man. I used to love a, fro- I used to love like a healthy choice meals yeah, in sure. the microwave. Yep. Tim still buys them. Yeah. Not often, but. She'll buy, you know, the, now they're like four for $15. They used to be four for like nine. Yeah. But she still buys them. What about lean cuisine? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. So uh, lean cuisine, Weight Watchers, uh, all of those uh, frozen meals. Stouffer's still makes the, like Stouffer's uh, French bread lasagna, pizza. French bread pizza. Yeah. We don't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, the French bread pizza she will buy for the kids once in a while. 
That to me, the Stouffer's French bread pizza and in the oven and the hot pockets in the microwave, two of the greatest fast food home inventions yeah. ever. Although when you bite into that Stouffer's French you burn bread burn the roof. <laughs> oh man, that was a killer. It blisters up. That was a killer. Yeah, you got to wait. What you got to do is you got to, it sounds ridiculous, but I've eaten enough of them. You got to smoosh the cheese down to get the sauce to come out a little bit. Okay. And then it releases some of the heat. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And then you wait like five minutes and then you're good. Oh man, because you're starving. Yeah. You want some of that. F- Did you, I used to take my, I would make two of them, the two French breads that came in the back. And then when they're done, you cut them. So now you have all of a sudden you got four slices of you could pizza. Do that. Yeah, you could do that. Four French breads. That would well, if I you had a guess, two of those would be what? Eight hundred calories? Oh yeah, at if least you ate the box. Minimum. I would say eight hundred each. Ooh, that'd be a lot. Yeah. For the eight hundred calories for one Stover's French bread pizza. Yeah. I think I looked this up really? a couple of years ago. That sounds yeah. terrible. No, it's terrible, Jerry. I try to keep my consumption to about sixteen to seventeen hundred calories a day. You're telling me I'd be one meal. One meal. But oh. you could really savor it, Jerry. Live, no, damn it. Hey, listen, savor. I think it was awesome. All right, I'm going to check this right now. French bread pizza nutri- <laughs> nutrition. Like, that's really do, a word. Yeah, do calories. And you got to do the one with uh, with pepperoni. All right, so the cla- um, that's where I think you're going to. So the classic is Stouffer. 360 per slice. No. They must have shrunk it down. But if you eat two of them, it's 720 yeah. calories of crap. Uh, and then you want the pepperoni one? Yeah, pepperoni is where it's at, Jerry. All right, so that one, calories and French bread, pizza, pepperoni. Here we go. So this one is, the pepperoni one is 480. Okay. Per slice. Uh, yeah. What's your favorite Hot Pocket? Oh, I got a bunch of those, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, hot pockets, I mean, the like? ham and cheese is the, is the classic one. Um, they, had, they came out with uh, the cheesesteak one. That I liked a lot. Bob Usler got me onto that one. <laughs> um, the you pepperoni have- pizza one, but I won't eat that anymore because I will literally break out an hour after I eat it. You ever have the barbecue one where it's like Not some barbecue meat? Yeah, I don't like barbecue it. Barbecue sauce in a hot pocket? Don't like it. The lean pocket did the chicken and broccoli. Lean pocket. That wasn't bad. Not bad. Healthy? No, but better. I feel like uh, Jack Pocket, you know, the lottery app. Yes. They should buy the jingle from Hot Pockets. Jack Pocket. I'm sure they could have the discussion. Right. I don't know if Hot Pockets is even doing any commercials anymore. I think they still do. Do they? Yeah. Got to go Hot Pocket. When I was working my first radio job and I was, I would go in and it was like all syndicated programming. So nothing live came out of this, this station. Yeah. We just took all like um, uh, sports programming from all over. So I'd be the only person at the radio station, the shift that I had. Mm-hmm. So before I would, on my way there, I would go to McDonald's and get two McDonald's hamburgers. And then midway through my shift, I would microwave them. Oh, delicious, Jerry. Those are, and those are only 200 calories each. A microwavable heat up McDonald's hamburger. It was good. The last time I got those was, it was towards the end of last basketball season. There's a McDonald's. It's not the way I go home, but if I'm hungry, I know where I can go get it. And I got online. It was in, it was not New Brunswick. It was in, um, oh God, whatever the, whatever the town next to that is. And so anyway, I go on the, the line and of course the drive-thru line is taken forever with three cars. So I finally go up there and the woman hands me the bag. I'm like, and my soda. She goes, ha oh, ha ha. I knew you were waiting for something. Sorry, hun. She goes, what was it again? I'm like, oh, it was a Coke. So she makes it. Clearly wasn't ready. Driving away. I get on 287. I'm starving. I open it up. I take a bite. Dude. It was the two cheeseburgers I ordered. All I ordered was two cheeseburgers and a Coke. That was it. I didn't even order any fries. I knew there was an issue though. When I opened it up and I saw large fries in the bag, I'm like, yeah, she made a mistake. Take a bite into this McDonald's cheeseburger. And it was, now you've had enough of them. What is in that? Um, uh, The bun. Right. The burger, the mm-hmm. cheese. Yep. Uh, sometimes chopped onion. Yep. Uh, and they do like a ketchup mustard yes, situation. With, with pickles. With pickles, like, yeah. That is it. That's what you get the small McDonald's. So I bite into it and it is caked with mayonnaise. Oh my God, I would vomit. So I, I spit it out in the bag. I don't, I'm not a mayonnaise fan and I didn't eat. So I had a, two of the fries. I get home on my driveway and I open it up. There was no cheese. It was a plain burger. It had the onions. There was no ketchup or mustard. It did have the pickles and loaded with mayo. So I'm like, what the hell is this? I grabbed the other one. Same thing. Then I looked down and I had like the nine McNuggets. I, it, 
It was the complete wrong you order. The wrong order. And I didn't eat any of it aside from the French fries. Went inside and made a Hot Pocket. <laughs> hot Pockets. <laughs> yes. Brought to you by Hot Pockets. But, that's the la- but I do love those. That's the last time I had them, though. And I didn't even eat them. They used to throw me off as a kid. I would not. I didn't like mustard. Okay. And McDonald's would always put yeah. them. And, and no matter how many times you would order and say, oh, no mustard. Yep. Always mustard. It was so disappointing as a kid. Like you'd tell your parents, no mustard, moms. And they'd be like, they'd show up and with the mustard. Yeah. And then they'd say, Especially I told. Especially it was the drive-thru. Yeah. I told them. They're not yeah. paying attention. They're just making those and putting They're them in the slot. They're just Jerry. Get them out. And I don't want no mustard. What Joe Pesci say in Lethal Weapon? They bleep you at the drive-thru, remember? Right. Yeah. That they is do, true. Jerry. That is very true. All right, Jerry, what are we going to do now? Should we go to breakfast? I'm going to sleep. No uh, breakfast situation? No, not today. Okay. I got I to get something. All right. We'll see you later then. Uh, Rutgers, Maryland Sports Bar. Yeah. Here at the win. I'm looking forward to this I'll game. I'll be down there, Jerry. I hope so. All right. Sue! What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Dave from Las Vegas, what is up? The Eddie's Kazari, how we doing? And across from me as we come to you once again from Blue Wire Studios at the Win in, well, I can't say beautiful Las Vegas because the weather sucks, but... That having been said, the guy to my right doesn't suck, and he's handsome. His name is Al Jonathan Dukes. What's up? Oh, good morning there, Jerry. So here's something I've noticed about Las Vegas. Not big on recycling, Las Vegas. You cannot find the recycling bin anywhere. They really are Sin City, Jerry. I they was are, not even aware of that. They are. There are sins left and right here. There's hookers, there's gambling, there's drinking, and there's gambling. no recycling, Jerry. I had all these recycling bottles I was saving, and I was like, well. Are they lined up in your room? They were. Okay. They were lined up in my room, but now they've I've dumped them into a random garbage, and well, I just feel bad. This goes to what you've always said. What is recycling? Right, it's fake. Like if they even if they didn't recycle, if they had some bins, I'd feel better about like where I am in oh, the. You world. want to see a blue garbage pail? Yeah, give me a blue garbage yeah. pail. I don't care where you take it and dump it, but make me feel better about myself. And so just to be clear, you yes. come to Vegas, the girls, the gambling, mm-hmm. the gummies, and you're yeah. locked in on recycling. Yeah, where is the recycling right. thing? Also, we played uh, top golf yesterday, and I am injured, Jerry. What part <laughs> of the body is this? Right here. Is this the is solar? Lat? The lat. The lat. Is, is this like a right solar plex? May that's like your core. The core? So you're, I I've injured you're, my core. I think you're a little under your lat. Yeah, right here, Jerry. You know, you did you pull a rib cage or something? I may have pulled a rib cage. I swung and missed at a ball <laughs> as an adult. Uh, more than once, yeah. You chopped yep. down and hit the turf and the club bounced over the ball. Yeah, but there was one There was one thing where I swung twice and missed. Like I had two strikes on me <sighs> if I were a hitter. Yeah. And that last one got me. The way it spun me around, I felt like... In, this, in some way, like how the football players feel, where it's oh, like you God. know what, and I had to power through the rest of the the rest of the day. I had it, and then what's funny when I got up there By to powering swing through, you meant walk around, yeah, walk around. But then when <laughs> I went up there to swing, I I tried to put no power into it and hit it quite well, and I hit it much better. This, well, this is why I don't golf; it's so, stupid. Yeah, well, I do I do agree with that. Although I do enjoy enjoy golfing, but it is stupid. Yeah, but that right there is most the biggest problem for most amateurs. They try to hit the ball a country mile instead of actually just having a nice, smooth, rhythmic yeah, swing. Nice and when you swing. did that, you started making nice, clean contact, and you were hitting the ball dead straight. Although I got to say, most people at Top Golf, not Stink. good. They no, are not terrible. Good. 
It's just people having a good time. Correct. You drink, you eat, you swing a golf. The girls next to us, they were awful, but they were laughing. They were having fun. No one pulled a core muscle or a lat or broke a rib cage. They were also uh, full-figured gals, Jerry. Well, they were some big gals next to us. They were. Right? Yes, they They were. were I wasn't going to go there, but since you did, yes, that is is true. Yes. Yeah, not a lot of great uh, golfers at the Top Golf. I always think this too, and this is not being a pig. This is just what we see. When you are large-breasted. Okay. Me or you in no, general? No, no. I mean, it could be you, but I'm, I'm specifically talking about a girl. Mm-hmm. And they have a top that doesn't quite cover all of both of them. Correct. Well, they love to bend over. Yeah. <laughs> With everything just hanging out. They like to here, have it hanging. my breasts. No. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it's what it exactly, feels like. Jerry. Like, my God. Yeah. Bend at the knees. You don't need to bend over and show us everything. Men love cleavage, Jerry. Oh That's God. what we've come Look to. Look at those breasts. This yeah. wasn't, Al, this wasn't cleavage. This was full-fledged full breasts. Full-on breasts I on mean, display. My, yeah. And then, and this is what amazes me, and I, I I, don't know the man. I wanted to say hello and just applaud him. You know, we're sitting there. No, Eddie, no disrespect. Eddie couldn't swing the golf club if I gave him from here until next Friday. God bless him. He tried. Hit a couple okay. But for the most part... Had trouble swinging the golf club. You missed the ball several times. A couple times. Okay. I'm not good. Geo's not good. Stephen Waldron's not good. None of, we all stink. It's just to what degree do we stink? Especially when you compare it to the pros. Then there's a guy next to us who he had a deformed left hand mm-hmm. and could only play golf with his right hand. And he is smacking the crap out of that yeah. ball. Like every single time. And I'm like, that yeah. is impressive. He embarrassed you guys. I agree. I, you're, you're I mean, exactly Eddie and I right. don't play golf, but Gio's golfing every time he's got a second to breathe. Correct. That is true. I actually think he's going to want to go play through the raindrops. Though. Yeah, I would think so. I think that's possible. Now, I saw this uh, weird headline, Jerry, from a Las Vegas, local Las Vegas Twitter page. About recycling? No, but I'm... <laughs> Good point. I'll reach out to them. <laughs> sure. And this is what the uh, this is the, all the specifics I have for it. An NFL player in town for the Super Bowl was attacked by a coyote last night at Lake Las Vegas, according to a source. Really? Yeah. I wonder who that was. I don't. It's like, it was like a current player. No, it said it said uh, yeah, it said an NFL player in town <laughs> for Super Bowl. So not like like Patrick Mahomes was he eaten by a coyote last night? Because Chad Ochocinco. I guess told Shannon Sharp he's going to Vegas and sleeping in his car because the hotels are too expensive. <laughs> they are pricey. <laughs> oh, they're they're absurd, is what they are. So yeah. I, maybe it could have been Shannon uh, Shadow Chosinko sleeping in his car by the lake, but you said it was a current player. It says it just says an NFL player. Well, I hope in town for Super Bowl. Better not be Dak Prescott. Oh man, if he gets attacked by a coyote, Jerry, <laughs> that'd be some wild stuff. I hear Micah Parsons might be in the studio this week. It better not be him. Is that right? I, this is the. It was a rumor. A rumor. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Not so sure. you got to be careful. This is why I don't leave the hotel room. There's no coyotes in here. Just cougars, you went to Jerry. Top golf yesterday. <laughs> I did go to Top Golf, and you got, went to dinner. But that was in the hotel. True. All right, fair. I went to dinner in the but hotel. But you did leave. I did leave. Yes. And you're going to be doing a lot of leaving this week now. Soon. I told Gina, I'm not doing nothing. Yes, you are. I'm not doing nothing, Jerry. NFL player. I'm going to see. You're going to see if there's a news on this? Yeah. You never, it was a coyote? Coyote. A coyote. coyote uh, let's yeah. see. Attacked. NFL player in town. No, that like that is it. It's from a Reddit post, mm-hmm. and it's the same. It's based off of the, um, the Twitter thing you saw. That's all it is. Exactly. But I will tell you here, uh, January 24th, Fox 5 Vegas put out a story mm-hmm. that coyotes are biting people in Lake Las Vegas. Yeah, goodbye. So this is something that's apparently been an issue. Yeah, coyotes. And they have not been able to figure it out. Yeah. I have uh, foxes that run around Bradley Beach, New Jersey, yeah, but yeah. they will not go after you. So there nice. was a, I took my son to play golf a couple weeks ago in Eatontown, at, uh, of course, but there was a like a huge fox running around the course. Yeah. I'm like, what do we do? I told my son, hold your golf club. If it comes near you, swing at it. I don't know what to tell you. Like, and it didn't. It never came near us, but they're they're funky looking. Well, that's the thing. Like, no matter where you live, there is some sort of animal that is interested in attacking you. Coyotes, um, I well, foxes don't, uh, scorpions, yeah. snakes. If you're if you're in Florida, alligators. By the way, two things on that. Number one. 
It said the whole coyote problem here at the lake started because people around the lake started feeding them. So that's dummies. Two, you mentioned the snakes. Not to get into this too, but remember we talked about the documentary, but we are the world. Yes, How we about are the, the world. Part with Michael Jackson with the snake with Lionel Richie. Yes, in the Mike in the uh, documentary for the We Are the World, Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie were hanging out at Michael Jackson's house and uh, trying to write, but uh, it seemed like they weren't writing. And uh, Lionel Richie heard a loud hissing noise. Yeah, and then there was a snake over his shoulder, to which Michael said, "He wants to meet you, Lionel." Wow. Yeah. And Lionel Richie was like, I guess I'm eating the snake. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> You're such a dope. Jerry, you were very surprised this morning when you arrived. I was? Well, at, at a particular story. You were a little miffed by. And this is that uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, there's a there's an opening NFL game Thursday night. We know this. This has been going on for years and years and years. It will be either the Chiefs or the Niners will be playing in that game. Yeah. Then this year, for the first time in over 50 years, there's a game on Friday. Friday night game. And that involves the Philadelphia Eagles. But it gets more bizarre, Jerry. Yes, it does. In that this game will be played in Brazil. Yeah. That's a soon-to-be-determined opponent. You know what sucks? Like, if you're... Like, we we have the list of opponents for all the NFL teams. We just don't know when they're playing. Sure. So if you're an Eagles opponent this year, yeah. now you're wondering if you're the team that has to go to Brazil. Well, I think if I'm the Cowboys, I'm concerned about it. I mean, yeah. a lot of times you open up with a division, not all the time, but a lot of times you open up with a division opponent. I mean, Giants and Cowboys have opened up how many times to begin a season? So if I'm the Giants, the Cowboys, or the Commanders, I'm sitting there thinking, am I going to Brazil? Yeah. And I'll tell you what, if you're going to open up, a, I know it's the second night, but it's the season opener for those two teams. What better way to get Eagles-Cowboys? I mean, you want to get eyes, eyeballs to the set on a Friday night? Hell, it would be a hell of a game. That stinks. Like, your first week of football, so which means all, like, you you just get through spring training. Not spring training. What do training they call camp. that, Jared? Training, training camp. camp. And then you've got to go to Brazil. Yeah. And already we know, like, the first couple of weeks of the NFL stink because no one plays in the preseason. Now you're playing in month Brazil. I think the first month isn't great anymore. First month stinks, Jerry. Yeah. Now we're going to Brazil. Now, the one thing I would tell you, if you're a team that's going, and this comes from when the Cowboys went to Mexico City years ago. I remember, remember Michelle, our friend, um, who runs Compass Media Networks. I remember her saying they were treated like, I mean, kings. Oh, is that right? I mean, the NFL players, when they come into these foreign cities, supposedly are treated like royalty. So I'm sure the trip will be fun, but it's also for whatever team, I guess it'll be an Eagles home game. Like they lose a game at the link to go play in Brazil. Right. That sucks. Like if you're an Eagles fan, especially if you like going to the games, you're going to lose a game because they're going to be in Brazil on a Friday night. Right. And like you mentioned, they a lot of times open with a division opponent. You're going to lose an Eagles cowboy game to Brazil. It turns out to be. Yeah, that could be the game. And they love nothing more. Than to hate on the on, on the Cowboys. We got to no, know we should send Jerry Washington Commanders. You could do that. Right? Yeah, send Dan Quinn. Send Dan Quinn's butt out yeah, there. Absolutely. That was the other weird. The problem with that, though, that's not a sexy game, though. It's, it's just not, not sexy, Jerry. It's not. But what if it's in Brazil? Well, Brazil's sexy cool. now. Never Jerry. been there. Could you name a city in Brazil? San Paulo. Is that true, Eddie? Is that a city in Brazil? What about Rio de Janeiro? Is that also in Brazil? It yeah. is. Google it. You think you think Brazil is safe? <laughs> um, I'm going to say yes. For them, it'll, it'll they'll be fine. Well, as I said, they'll be treated like for again, them. It'll be safe. Oh, well, yeah. what if I went, Jerry? What if I was just saying I'm going to go to Brazil this weekend? My you could back go. Up? Just, Am I going to make it back home to New Jersey? Uh, hopefully, yes. You mentioned that Commanders thing. What yeah. Are, I don't know why. I don't recall anyone catching this when this first happened. I remember like Cliff Kingsbury was up for, was it the Raider offensive coordinator yeah. job? And then he ended up taking the uh, Washington. Right. But they had an offensive coordinator already. Eric Bieniemy. They fired him. Yeah, but they hired the other dude first. Well, yes. My guess would be they probably told Bieniemy that we're moving on before it became public. I'm not sure the I've the, seen that I, before, though. You're right. The way the story came out, it was that Washington hired blah, blah, blah. Uh, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. Kingsbury. To be their offensive coordinator. Uh, but they didn't announce it. It was a report. Oh, and okay. then today the report is that Washington told Eric Bieniemy, we're moving on. You're gone. Yeah. Usually you're right. The Bieniemy thing would come out first, then they go hire his replacement. That was not the case. 
Well, that one's always going to be a mystery, Jerry. The great mystery of Eric Bieniemy. I don't know that it's a mystery. Boomer's been talking about it for years that players don't, in, in this day and age... Because he's a hard ass. Yes, he's a throwback. He's the type of guy that's going to... You don't want to play hard? We're going to run. As opposed to... We're going to love all our players. And we're going to pat them on the back. And Robert Sala's never going to call them out. It's, you know, it's different. And he's a guy that probably would have been a great coach in the 60s. Oh, Jerry, you know what we need? We need a Bill Belichick head coach... Eric Bieniemy, <laughs> yeah, on one just so to make the players miserable. By the way, did you see? There's another Har Harbaugh in the NFL. Another Harbaugh, a G third Harbaugh. Jay Harbaugh has been hired or will be hired as the Seahawks special teams coach. Is that right? He is the son. He's 34. He is the son of Jim Harbaugh. The weird Jim Harbaugh that's going to go <laughs> live in his van. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. got a son old enough 30, to coach. 34. He's coached with him at Michigan the last five years. 34 years old. So Harbaugh looks pretty good. That yeah. means Harbaugh's got to be in his mid to upper 50s, yeah. right? Man, I'm a Which makes sense because he was playing when we were kids, for God's sake. Man, I wish my father was an NFL coach, Jerry. Your father did just fine. Just appreciate yeah, him. Yeah, but I could be I could be getting a coaching job. Or if my dad was an announcer, I could get well, an announcer job. Why could you go work for the airlines? It seemed like work. <laughs> go to work at the airline, Jerry? That was think, work. You don't think being a coach in college football or the NFL is not work? Special teams coach seems like, hmm. You're, I promise you, you are still putting in far more hours than you do right now. <laughs> far more hours. Well, that we know is true. Plus the recruiting you'd have to do. Yeah. You'd be on the road nonstop. Plus, like, if you have a kicker, because the kickers are under your guise. If you have a kicker who's not doing well, I'd be like, just kick it. Like, what are you to tell him? Well, you're supposed to help him. Kick to coach him. it through the upright. Well, why is that any different than telling the quarterback, don't throw it to the other team? That'd also be helpful, Jerry. <laughs> don't tough. throw it to the other team. The defense, tackle somebody. Yes. Yeah, well, it's up to you to make sure that they do that. Jerry, you would be a great coach the way you just did that. Why? Well, first of all, I do think I would be a good coach. You would, right? I do, yeah. I do. I actually, if it weren't for parents... Um, and handlers now. I, I would actually love to coach. Children handlers? Um, like the, for children's games? Yeah, handlers? Like, They've got handlers? You not, mean handlers? No, no, not, not kids. I'm talking oh. more high school into college now. These players, especially the ones that are really good, they now, because of name, image, and likeness, a lot of them have an opportunity to make money as amateurs now. So you've got high school seniors, some juniors that are going to college that are hiring name, image, and likeness agents. So now you've got to deal with, so let's say I wanted to coach college basketball. You got to deal with the agents with the name, image, and likeness. You got to deal with probably their AAU coach who's going to help guide them to where they're going to go. And then you got to deal with the parents. Why is he only playing 17 minutes? He should be getting 30 minutes. That kid, not better than my side. It's tough. Mm. And high school, I think, is just as bad. Jerry, if we were going to run the, the Boomer and Geo show, so yeah. the five of us, Boomer, Geo, me, you, Eddie. And we were going to run a, we were going to coach a football team. Yeah. Where would you put each of us? Who would be head coach? Boomer. Boomer. Well, yeah. Offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator? Yeah. Of, so Boomer's taken already. You, he cannot be offensive coordinator. Um. Probably me. Yeah, I, well. I got some trick plays. Yeah, all right. I got some trick I'll plays give, up yeah. my sleeve. What do you want? I'll give it to you. What is Eddie going to do? Eddie's going to be the offensive line coach. Offensive line, okay. Yeah, That's I would say good. so. I'll give G the defensive coordinator. Okay. And I'll be the associate head coach. Assistant head coach to Boomer? <laughs> Which really doesn't do much. That's or pretty I can, good. Or I be the get back coach. Oh. Get back. Get back. Get back. Yeah, if I can't be a head coach, I don't know that. Okay. You know. Yeah, you're right. We'd all. I have to fall into the screen. Oh, you're a money guy, Jerry. You <laughs> just, are a money guy. You just put good. everybody in position. I'm the GM. All right, take a quick break. It is 518. Uh, we've got a lot to do for you. We're coming to you live from Blue Wire Studios here at Win Las Vegas. And then Boomer and Geo at six right now. Al's got something to say. Look at me, Jerry. I even remembered I have it today. That's Actually, what you I'm didn't. Eddie about. was going, no, reminder, I had, reminder, I reminder. Already <laughs> went, I already went to my emails. <laughs> Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I've been running around, always looking down. We got to sing more Elvis. 
Oh, yeah, Elvis. Good we did stuff, a lot of yeah. Elvis on the podcast yesterday. Yes, we did. I did not find an Elvis costume yet. Of course, I probably would have to leave the well, hotel. you didn't look. I didn't look. Right, I told there. you that's a good thing, and that's a good thing you could do with, with Gina, and you could spend some time out on the strip and uh, if the rain stops. I did ask the <laughs> concierge, Jerry, if there were any pianos in the building, mm. and he said, oh, well, there's one over in the encore, he goes, but it's in like a bar. He goes, I guess you could ask him if you could play it. I go, no, no, I don't want to perform in front of it. I just was looking for like a, you know, sometimes in these hotels, for whatever reason, in, in the big conference rooms, every yeah. once in a while, there's just Like a- in Atlanta. Yeah, it's just a piano sitting there. Right. I don't know how it gets there, yep. why it's there, but they have them. When we were in Atlanta, for the reference <laughs> I just made anybody out there, Al decided, I think we posted a video on social media yeah. at the time. Al found a, a piano in the lobby, like yeah. a, in a room around the corner yes. from the lobby, and you were playing Drops of Jupiter. I was playing some songs, You Jerry. were doing good. Jerry, I'm I've a got, very good penis. Mm, sure am. If you are, that's fantastic. Jerry, I've got a Buzz No Buzz. Oh, Buzz No Buzz. Love Buzz No Buzz. Buzz No Buzz, right. Super Bowl. Give you it has no no buzz. This is not a Super Bowl topic, oh, actually, Jerry. Okay, this is buzz. No buzz. I'll buzz, give you a topic, no Jerry. You let me know. Is there buzz surrounding this topic, or is there no buzz? Okay. So buzz, no buzz, Jerry. The New York Giants have hired Shane Bowen as defensive coordinator. Well, I think it's Bowen. <laughs> <laughs> I would say no buzz, but no there, buzz. but that doesn't mean it's not a good hire. Yeah, it just it's not a big name, right? It's not a big name. But again, might be a solid hire. He was in Tennessee for six years, he so. Was. You know, I don't think that that matters if it's buzz, no buzz. You just got to get the right people in place to win games. True. But I feel like I feel like nowadays we know a lot about offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators. Um, Back in the day, yes. I couldn't tell you anything about offensive, defense. I would say more now than ever. But yeah. we also, we're in a day and age now where a special teams coordinator gets hired and right. we mention it, which, I mean, come That's on. That's true, Jerry. You know, so who, gonna, was the, uh, who was the, who oh was the, God, the Cowboys had a special teams guy for years and years, and I'm blanking out on his name. Zimmerman. No, not Zimmerman. <laughs> I thought Mike was. Zimmer was their defensive That's coordinator, who, who was the head coach in Minnesota, who yeah, very Zimmer. likely might be the Cowboys' next defensive coordinator to replace Dan Quinn. Zimmer. I know he was meeting with the Joneses. I'm, I can't think, uh, he had a long, long Italian name. I can't think of his name. Anyway, he was a special teams coach for the Cowboys, uh, Avizano. He, they used to show him on TV a lot, but aside from him, you never heard of special teams coaches, no, but not. now we report on everything. Yes, we do. So, so no buzz yet still could be a yeah. very solid hire. Oh, absolutely. I don't okay. think it matters if there's no buzz. As long as he coaches well and they win games, it's a, it's a good hire. That's fair. I was thinking about yesterday, Jerry. You know how- Going home? <laughs> do not say that jerry i'm having a great time here in las vegas here's about well i was just thinking about life how you never know what life is going to hand you you're right great moments jerry terrible moments yep. unexpected moments yep. this is what life is right now we sit here the super bowl is on a sunday it's yes. a number of days away we're talking about brock purdy yeah. we're talking about there are there are backup quarterbacks on these teams that you have no idea right now could be stars. Yeah. Like like if Brock Purdy gets hurt, Sam Donald could go in and be named MVP. Correct. Absolutely. Like, what a fantasy world we'd be living in. Yeah. Who's the backup quarterback for the Chiefs? Top of mind, don't know. Chad Henney left, right? I, Patrick Mahomes is their quarterback. That's what this? I know. We don't even know. Just the, Google it. Yeah. We don't even could. know who the Chiefs backup quarterback We probably is. do. But right by the now way, at 5.30 in the morning, no. I'm going to Google that, Jerry. Yeah, well, you could have done that before the segment made us look a little smarter. <laughs> I thought you would not do. You were going to be like, it's Todd. I gave you Sam Darnold. I thought you were going to be like, it's Todd Blackledge. Of course we know who the Chiefs, <laughs> Good Lord. Chiefs QB depth. I'm going to yeah. do that, oh, Jerry. there you go. Depth chart. Make sure you're using this season. I'm going to do. <laughs> Jerry, I know how to use the internet. <laughs> That's debatable depth sometimes. Chart. All right, Jerry, I've got Blaine Gabbert. Forgot about him. Right. This guy, his whole world could change. Yes, it could. He has no idea. Yeah. Remember Henny had that one series last year? It was a playoff game, playoff I think, game. right? And yeah. all of a sudden it was like, oh, Chad Henny. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't like that. I felt like they took his dream away because Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> he marched the Chiefs right down the field, yeah. touchdown. Then Patrick Mahomes comes limping on the field. That, if I was Henny, I'd be like, you're not 100%. Get off. You're going to hurt this team. <laughs> yeah, well, it worked out for him, though. It did. So. But- what are the odds, Jerry? And I have to look this up. Very long. 
give me a Blaine Gabbert or Sam Darnold Super Bowl MVP. Oh, Jerry, I'd be rolling in Plus the cash. Plus 50,000. I would be rolling in the cash, Jerry. I might just do it. You have some opportunities there at plus 25,000. We talked about them yesterday. If you want to put up a hundred bucks, not a hundred bucks. This is where you guys get crazy. You just said you want to roll in the money. (laughs) What are you going to do? Put $5 on it? What's the point? $10, Jerry. I'm still be rolling in the money if Blaine Gabbard Ah. is the MVP of the Super Bowl. Well, that's Blaine Gabbard. So, all right, put your money where your mouth is and put $10 on Blaine Gabbard. And when he doesn't play, you could just wipe your butt with that 10 bucks. (laughs) Imagine I'm like pissed off and they're like, what happened? I just, I don't even know why I bet anymore. (laughs) I've got Blaine Gabbard as the Super Bowl MVP. What's the point? <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> Man. I'd like to see you make that bet. Me too. I'm just saying, like, the Super Bowl, we have predictions of who's going to be MVP, and we get them a lot. Yeah, we have no idea what's going to happen. We have no idea. No, we don't. We don't. Like, do you think Sam Darnold... they play the games. Yes. Do you think Sam Darnold don't today <laughs> is like, man, I'm, I may get an opportunity here. You know what I think he's doing? Preparing like he's the starter. <laughs> That would be good coaching, Jerry. That's Such why you'd be speak. a great coach. That's <laughs> what they all say. Yeah. I'm, I'm mentally prepared. Taking my reps like I'm the one that's going to start. No, you're not. Blaine Gabbard's got no shot because Patrick Mahomes could snap a femur. I agree. You, you, He would have to be airlifted <laughs> off the for real. He's not coming off the field. And they will just snap him the ball while he's sitting down <laughs> and he'll s- sling it down the field. He ain't now coming that off. would be something. <laughs> Mahomes sitting on his tuchus, shotgun formation. He'd be just doing swing passes. <laughs> he would be the type. Remember with Purdy last year, all he could do is underhand. I yes. could see a guy like Mahomes keeping his arm down and doing that little underhand softball oh, yeah. toss. And he could still probably chuck it 30 yards. Still be moving them right down the field, Jerry. Very possible. Right down the field. Yeah. All right. So that is possible. I might put some cash. I'm going to $10 on both of those guys, Jerry. I'm going to put a $10 spot no, on you're MVP. Not. I know no, you're not. I know you're not. <laughs> I'm still not even sure you're going to stay for the whole game. Hi, Jerry. <laughs> I am locked in Super Bowl. This is, and Gio made this point yesterday. I don't know if this was on the air or off the air. Okay. You got an opportunity. To see Patrick yes, Mahomes in, in a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I agree. Like the first Super Bowl we went to was uh, the the January of 2008. Mm-hmm. That was the helmet catch. Mm-hmm. But I got to see Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. That's, right. That's pretty cool. Do you remember who made the helmet catch? David Tyree. Good for you. Stop guessing helmet catch. <laughs> that was a funny line from the Mannings commercial. What do you think David Tyree, he's definitely roaming around Radio Road today. Probably still because that's that what catch, I would do. yeah, he's still living off that, I would think. You gotta live off it. Didn't he become a pastor? He did. Right? Mm-hmm. So he kind of, I don't know if he gave up football or his career just ended, but I think that's what he is doing now in his life. But that's what, exactly what we're talking about, Jerry. David Tyree. Yeah. Who was that? A Super Bowl hero. One of the greatest catches he in was NFL probably, history. What, what would you say? He was their third receiver that year? I don't even remember the guy. Yeah. Fourth receiver, Jerry. And became a hero. A Super Bowl hero. Exactly right. Quick break. 536. We're getting close. Boomer and Geo standing by, getting ready for a big Tuesday program. Uh, We've got them and a whole lot more right here on The Fan. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Great to have you with us, 542. It is uh, Alan Jerry, the warm-up show. We got Boomer and Geo. Like, they are knocking on the door. Right now, they're locked out of the studio. Like, they want to get in here so bad, and they will, in about 15 minutes. So I was walking around just a couple of minutes ago, and I heard uh, someone talking about, and you know how I love hypocrisy stories. Yes, I do. The world is full of hypocrites and liars. It is amazing just hearing someone talk about, think about where we're in Vegas right now. The NFL is now allowing sports gambling, you know, on football. Uh, They're endorsing it or they're in bed with these companies now. Correct. And think about Tony Romo with the fantasy football convention that he was not allowed to do by the NFL not all that long ago. And look at where we are now. Boy, cash talks, doesn't it? Yeah, it is really. Yeah. I had asked Daddy that a couple of weeks ago. I said, like, of all the things, like, when you started, you too, working at WFAN, if I would have told you that at some point the NFL would be... Would have never bought it. Like, so much advertising about yeah. gambling and all that stuff. You would never believe that. No, now, if you would have told me 15 years ago that sports betting would become legal... I would have got that, yeah. but I would have never in a million years thought these leagues would jump in with these companies the way they have. Yeah. 
That to me is crazy. I think about it sometimes when like if you're at the stadium and see advertising for it, that seems so strange to me. And then some stadiums, maybe even in Vegas, I don't know, have the, the sports books right at the stadiums. Uh, that is becoming more, I think the Nationals just opened one or they're opening one this season yes. in baseball. So that is becoming more and more prevalent. And you've also, I think we're going to get to the point where you can bet in stadium um, as these games are going on. I think on. the commanders might be They do that already? It wouldn't shock me because that's a big thing in Europe with the soccer. So I'm not saying you should or shouldn't do it. That's for your own opinion. I, to me, I don't see an issue with it, but the hypocrisy of just 10 years ago, would you say? Like that recent. And look where we are and what it's become. And how about the fact too, which I would have never thought, and I believe this is going through, that ESPN is buying a big stake. I mean, I'm sorry, the NFL is buying a big stake in ESPN. What the hell? Yeah, but people are concerned with that because they don't think that ESPN will give fair coverage to the NFL, like if they're negative stories. You know, I don't know about that only from the, see, I, I wouldn't go there because I think NFL Network actually does a good job of covering stories, good and bad. I really do. Yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't be too concerned with that. But just the fact that they, they have their own network and now they're going to go buy a piece of ESPN. Everyone's, I don't know. Everyone's trying to survive in the media. They make $100 billion a year. Oh, I see. Come on That's now. Good. The NFL prints money. They do print money, Jerry. My I saw goodness. them back there on the printer. Money. <laughs> who was who was on the bill? Mm. You remember Beverly Hills Cop 3, which was an awful movie, by the way. They had the, they found the counterfeit bills, and then Axel Foley was able to get his face on the counterfeit bills at the end. <laughs> I did not see Beverly Hills Cop 3, Jerry. So was it Roger Goodell's face on yes. the NFL money? <laughs> they just printed it back there. <laughs> <laughs> A uh, strange story coming out of the athletic, Jerry. Once again, Diana Rossini is what involved in this now? one. She had heard that um, Mike Vrabel, you know, Mike Vrabel didn't end up with a NFL Correct. head coaching job either. He and Bill Belichick, the two we thought were going to go immediately. That she was told by several people that Mike Vrabel's physical appearance is intimidating and turned teams off. But isn't that what you want from a head coach? You want to have a guy with authority. It appears they want a guy with authority and physically intimidating for the players, but the people in the front office feel intimidated with a man of Mike Vrabel's body stature. Well, what? Okay, they didn't have a problem with it in things. Vegas with Antonio Pierce. I don't know. How about uh, D'Amico Ryan's in Houston? Maybe because those are newer head coaches. I don't know. And they, they feel like they could tell them more what to do. Maybe they think... man. Yeah, they're afraid of a manly Mike Vrabel. That's exactly the type of guy I would want running my team. Man, I've never experienced that. So Jerry. instead, we want to go hire. What was the guy's name? The Dalton uh, San Diego. What was his name? Uh, Brandon Staley. Yeah. Well, I just think of like Mike McDaniel versus <laughs> Mike Vrabel. Like, if you had well, to go deliver bad news about them to them, you would pick Mike McDaniel. To well, tell. we saw it with McDaniel playing against Sala. Who say what you want about Sala as a coach? The dude is still chat. He's in, could be intimidating. Yes. Still running stairs before yeah. games, you know, and then there's you know, McDaniel with the fashion sense and doesn't exactly look the part, but yeah, th that one really threw me off yesterday, Jerry. I was, I'm like, what are we doing here in the NFL? Mike Vrabel. Oh, Diana Rossini gets her name in a lot of things. She sure does. Pretty good. She's in the mix, Jerry. And she, and she's having it. Antonio Pierce, who you just mentioned, wants to be on the Mount Rushmore of NFL coaches, not NFL coaches. He's not that lofty. He wants to be on the Mount Rushmore of coaches who've done it with the Raiders. Oh, how many okay. is in a Mount Rushmore? Four. Four. Okay. So you got Madden has to be there. Al, uh, Tom Flores. Oh, love Tom Flores. And then I don't, who would be three? Al Davis? I don't even know. Well, he wasn't a coach, right? Yes, he was. Oh, then Al Davis. Definitely. Al Davis on the sideline. Right, Boomer? Al Davis coached the Raiders for a while. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so that's three. There you go. Four. So he would be the fourth. That's uh, perfect. I don't know. I might be missing someone. I don't know. What well, about John Gruden? He had a great didn't run take with him the to Raiders. The Super Bowl. The Raiders. Hmm. You know, with the Buccaneers. Yeah. The Raiders. All right, so Mount Rushmore of Raiders. Flores, Madden, Al Davis, and then Antonio Pierce wants his head and on I, the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. I, I don't and All there right. might be someone better. I don't know. I Madden has to be there and Flores yes. has to be there. Yeah. Those two for sure. And Callahan took them too, right? And they, yeah, but got stomped because by... he used the same playbook that, <laughs> yeah. that, that Gruden had. Right. <laughs> I mean, come on. That is not Mount Rushmore no, no. material. And you know what no. the crazy part of that season was? I think it was that season. It was um what the hell's his name? Oh, come on. The quarterback. Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon played like an MVP quarterback. 
He was phenomenal. I remember then, being in the car for a Monday night game and the, with the Raiders with Rich Gannon, and he was, was like on a record pace for completions in a row. He had like from like 24 straight yeah. completions. He had a great season. Yeah. He had a good career, but a great season. He did have a, he had a great season and a solid career. All right, so Antonio Pierce, we'll see you on Mount Rushmore in a few years. You know what's so funny about that? You mentioned Mount Rushmore. The Steelers only have three coaches you would put up there that in our lifetime. Yeah. And yet you've got teams, especially now the way we run through coaches like crazy, where you would have to, the Steelers have three in the last 60 years, basically. Yep. And some teams have had three in the last three years. Well, the Cowboys, you can only put Tom Landry, Jimmy Johnson. Right. You would start there. Switzer. No. 100% Barry Switzer would not. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. He would not be up there. Absolutely not. You'd laugh at me. I'd probably put Wade Phillips up there before Barry Switzer. Wade Phillips won a lot of games for them. Switzer, Jerry. No, no, no. Barry's, please. I mean, you can make every game. He won the one, yes. I will tell you they should have won more, and he was not. No, no. I don't care that he won one. No, absolutely not. You're going to tick off Barry Switzer, Jerry, when that Mount Uh, Rushmore gets I'm sorry. I don't want him up there. But the the question would be, I think it's almost a harder question for the Cowboys and the Raiders. After Landry and uh, Jimmy Johnson, where are you going? Jason Garrett was there for 10 years. You put him up there? I don't think so. He's not Mount Rushmore. I did like Wade Phillips. I did. But he didn't win anything. Correct. It's almost like I don't even know. I, I don't know. Maybe you're right. But Maybe. it's also funny to to look at it because the franchises <clears throat> that have a long history of winning. Yeah. Steelers, they have very few coaches. So you, it's hard to put the find a official Mount Rushmore. Then the teams that have had so many coaches to choose from never do anything. (laughs) So even out of a, you can pull 22 coaches and they can't find four of them that were good. All right, here's one for you. The Jets. Jets. Whoever coached Super Bowl Mm three, what was his name? Was that what's um, Weeb Eubank? Oh, good one. So he goes first. Rex. Oh, Rex is a great one, Jerry. I have to put Rex up there. He, He brought the Jets to two AFC title games. Parcells. Yeah, it's funny. That that name's in my head. He wasn't there that long, but did turn the franchise around, did get them to the AFC title game. I don't know. I got to yeah. put that off to the side right now. I'm not a genius. <laughs> no, <laughs> yep. He doesn't get there, no. He's on, the, he's on it. But yeah, they've the had a million one. coaches. And so after, to me, after Eubank and after Rex, where are you going? Right. I'm not sure. We don't know. Um, help me out. I'm, I tell you, who coached Kenny O'Brien in the mid Because they were really good. Uh, Joe always Walt, told Walt Michaels. Yeah, he was a good coach. He was, but I don't know that I'm. Is he getting up there? I mean, they've only won one. So, all right, no Mount Rushmore I don't know. for him. It's the Dolphins. I don't. One know. guy, Don Shula. Right. There's no one else you would put up there. No, he's so, a statue, not a Mount Rushmore. Yeah. So someone's saying Joe Walton from the other room. What do you think yeah, of Joe the, Walton? The, yeah, he was there a while. Had some success. I don't. It's it's a tough call. If you don't have a lot of Super Bowls to your credit or multiple Super yeah. Bowls. So whatever. It'd be fun actually to do every team because every team, you might not even put one up there. Let's do that tomorrow from five <laughs> to six. <laughs> All right, Panthers, uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, uh, who coached them in the Super Bowl? You know, I can't even name a Panthers coach who coached them in the Fox. Super Bowl. Yeah, John Fox. Ah, that's a good but, one. But he wasn't there for Super Bowl. He was there for 50. He right, counts. He was for- the one with uh, Cam Newton. He was good. Right. Is that right? Super Bowl yeah. 38. I don't remember who their coach was. Oh, wait. Well, hold on. Was it Ron Rivera? Yes. The Maybe coach with Cam Fox. Newton? Yeah. Fox and the first Rivera. time. Rivera was the one because he's gotten jobs ever since. And it's like, why can't he? So, yes. Even the Panthers have two for their Mount Rushmore. <laughs> wow. They've barely been in existence. I suppose. How about Jacksonville? Tom Coughlin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tom Coughlin gets... Jacksonville and the Giants. And the Giants. Yes, he would. Yes, he oh, would. Man. Uh, we got to take a quick break because we got a sports minute for you. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Come up in just a couple of minutes. The big Tuesday program. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo for the Tuesday program. Would you uh, leave for the end there, Al? I feel like the 49ers, Jerry, are setting up uh, making excuses for when they eventually lose to the Chiefs. How they're so? now complaining about the uh, the turf of where they're playing. Well, soft. Where they're practicing. Yeah, UNLV. Mm. And I didn't like this, Jerry. They took a shot 
at our place, MetLife Stadium. Everybody takes a shot at MetLife Stadium. I guess that there's AstroTurf or whatever it's called these days. Field turf, yeah. Field turf. And then they put real grass on top of it at UNLV where they're practicing. So oh, that's it's, interesting. So it's a uh, spongy. Mm-hmm. They go, it's spongy, just like MetLife Stadium where all our players get hurt. Well, everybody loves to kill MetLife They Stadium. love to attack yeah. us, Jerry. I know, I know. And they've changed out that turf, I think, twice. They don't care. The rumors are already out there, Jerry, that we have the worst turf ever. Mm. All right. Well, what are you going to do? These uh, things happen. But Roger Goodell came out and said, essentially, this is, I'm not quoting, stop whining. I agree. Go fine. play the game. It's the same for the other team. The same, The field is That's fine. That's exactly right. Really? But why, we're no, that why really, not really? they're practicing on a different they're field. they're practicing at the Raiders facility, which mm. is a legitimate Oh, so field they'll get used to it. The field that they're going to play on for Super Bowl 58. Yeah. That's and meanwhile, cool. but this could open the door, Jerry, for that idea that I have of Sam Darnold as Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> You know what I mean? Brock slips and falls on this practice turf. Uh, man, if they have one player get injured on this crap They're going to blame it on the turf. Oh, man. And so I'm would sure. I, Jerry. I'm sure you would. Do you remember the Eagles complaining last year at the Super Bowl field? I do not. They had 70 sacks during a regular season, had no sacks but, last year against Kansas City. Wasn't that because like, the, they kept slipping? The turf was like tearing all over the place, right? right. And George Grass. Tomo, the guy that's the sod father, was all ticked off, and he ended up quitting this year at the age of 95. The sod father did. He's like, sod father he did, was still yeah. working at 94. Yeah. Good for him. He said, That's I phenomenal. can't take it anymore. I don't blame him. Everybody's complaining. By getting killed on social media. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't moaning about something. <laughs> 94 year old with a Twitter handle. <laughs> I'm the right at sod father. <laughs> it is a cool nickname. Check out my Instagram. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.